Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm going to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. There is so much power in reflection, yet we don't do it often enough. With a culture hyper-focused on productivity and achievement, it can be so easy to go from one thing to the next to the next without taking time to reflect. And this ends up shortchanging us as we don't have time to pause, assess, and make changes before we go into the next project or the next task or even into the next year. Year in reviews are important because they highlight the areas of our lives where we found success and wins, and then also highlight the areas where we may need improvement or where we need to learn some lessons. It forces us to take a critical eye to our choices and ponder how can we make better ones going forward. Additionally, it allows us to see how we spend our time, our energy, our resources, and money in the last 365 days and consider how to invest those things in the next 365 days going forward. Without a year in review, we are prone to repeat mistakes and stay stagnant because we can't process the events of the year and the emotions that went along with it. Lastly, reflection activities help us to form a new vision and new intentions for where we want to go next. In other words, you don't know where you're going until you know where you've been. So how do you even begin to do a personal end-of-year reflection? Well, there are many ways to do this, but I want to just share a brief outline of the steps to take when you are doing an end-of-the-year reflection so that you've got clarity on making it super easy for yourself. Number one is pick a time and place. Oftentimes, I love the week before the new year. You know, it's that (laughs) gray area where you're kind of chilling. Maybe you're working a little bit, depending on your schedule. And you've come over the hump of Christmas and Hanukkah and all of the big holiday celebrations. And you're stepping into that new year. I feel like that week is always a great week. But it could be in December. It could be the first week of January. It could be sometime in January. It's really just picking a time and place. And then when it comes to place. For years, Alex and I would go to a cafe or a hotel or a bar that had a cozy fireplace and we'd order yummy cappuccinos, have some breakfast, talk about our reflections, and then we would write out our goals for the next year. We'd have like five different categories. We would write out our goals in health, in career, in relationships, like family and friendships in mission, and then also in like dreams. Like what would be a wild hair intention that we would love to see come to fruition, not just in the next year, but maybe in the coming years. So again, pick a time and place. And whenever and wherever you decide to do your year in reflection, make sure it's an environment where you can feel honest and vulnerable. So this may be an environment where it's just you. It's totally up to you. Maybe it's out in nature. Maybe it's at a really sweet hotel. Maybe it's at your favorite coffee shop. Wherever it is, make sure that it feels really good to you. Number two, decide who, if anyone, you want to reflect with. Now, here's the deal. You don't need to work with anyone on this. This could just be all you. But sometimes sharing our thoughts can help us process them. So having a trusted friend or a partner or maybe a sibling to encourage you and bounce off ideas may be helpful. 
So it's just a matter of figuring out, like, do you want to have somebody there for part of it? Do you want to just work through these questions yourself? Totally up to you. It could be a yes and. You could kind of work through some of your year in review questions and then sit down by yourself and write down your intentions and vision for the next year. Personally, I love to connect about reflections of 2022 or whatever the year was with my partner, with Alex, and even with my, my team. We look at the business aspect, Alex and I look at the personal aspect, and then I like to personally, when it comes to my own personal life, sit down with my own reflection questions and write out my goals for the next year, and I often share my goals with Alex once I've done them. Now, with my team, we all work together as a collaborative. That's a different assignment, a different task altogether, but that is a very collaborative effort right there. Number three, gather questions to ask yourself for self-reflection and New Year's reflection activities. So this step is all about planning out what you're going to do with your reflection time. Take suggestions from the list I'm going to give. I'm going to give you 12 thoughtful end-of-year questions, and maybe you only want to do five of them or seven of them or eight of them, whatever feels good to you, whatever feels like it's actually going to serve you and moving you forward, closing out some of those, just kind of the feelings around things that happened this year and helping you to like really set intention for the next year. And then once you start your year in review at your favorite place in your cozy spot, you've got your journal, or maybe you've got a, a Google doc open, however you love to do it. The key here is really just going through the questions, starting with the question that feels the most alive for you, that feels the easiest for you, and then kind of get going from there. I know that writing down your year in reflections is the most potent way to do it. So if you have a journal that you use for these types of activities, you've got a goal journal or a vision journal, use that. My husband and I, we've been using the same goals journal since 2012. And we write our goals in that journal every single year. But I also have other journals for reflections and I other journals for creating my vivid vision. And so totally up to you how you want to do it. And then I highly recommend number five is just going deeper. So use the 12 thoughtful reflection questions for 2023 below that I'm going to be sharing with you in just a second to think more deeply about the themes you see in your reflection answers. Like, are there patterns? Is there something that you notice? Are there lessons that continue to transcend? Are there wins and emotions that transcend? And after you take the time to go through these reflection questions, just check in to see what surprised you. Like what was like an aha moment for you? And then what intentions and goals are you going to create based on what you learned from your reflection time? So I highly recommend doing the reflection questions first, then tuning in to what feels like the next right step and how you want to feel. One of my favorite books is by Daniel Laporte. It's called The Desire Map. And she talks about how creating your goals and your desires through checking in with your emotions, like checking in with what feels right for you. So often we create goals and we create intention to feel something. But what if we came through it is I want to feel joy this is how I'm going to cultivate joy through these goals and intentions. Just something to consider. I know for me, 2022 was all about the joy of Kingston and getting more fully present and really being in the awe and wonder of watching him grow. And so this was such an incredible year for me because I was intentionally 
really grounded in participating in his joy and his fun and his full presence. And it just really changed my perspective in so many ways. So without further ado, let's get into the 12 thoughtful end of year reflection questions. Now note that I whittled this down from like 25. That was way too many questions and 12 even may feel like too many. So just pick and choose what feels good. You can always go back and rewind and get the questions. I'm also going to have these questions in the show notes as well. So you want to go to the show notes, you can go and grab these questions there. So I'm going to just start with kind of some general ones and go on in. So number one, what were your biggest wins in 2022? Question two, what were your greatest lessons? Question number three, what did you try that didn't work out, but the process of trying, it moved your thinking forward in a really helpful way? Number four, what simple pleasures have you especially enjoyed this year? That's one of my favorite questions because when we get a, t- a tune into what felt good, oh, it just opens the door for what we want more of in 2023. Number five, what was one of the biggest pleasant surprises you experienced during the year? Number six, what was a new habit or routine you created this year that has improved your efficiency at home or at work? Number seven, what did you face head on this year rather than avoiding, such as you dealt with credit card debt or a difficult conversation? And how did that feel? Number eight, what do you want to experience more of in 2023? And then followed by number nine, what do you want to experience less of in 2023? Number 10, What's one personal goal you'd like to see progress next year on? So what have you been working on this year that you're excited to work on more next year? My personal goal is to create more metabolic health, like greater metabolic health, more energy, more strength. I've been working really hard this year, and I just know that next year is going to be even better. So that's one of them for me. Number 11. What's one professional or business goal you would like to see progress in the next year as well? So what's a personal goal that you would like to see continue to progress? And then what's one professional or business goal you would like to see progress into the next year? And then last but not least, number 12, what's one thing you want to clean up or let go of in 2023? Now you may be thinking, actually, there's a lot more than one thing I would like to clean up or let go of. You can have as many things as you want, and you can rework these questions to work better with you, like make it work for you. So it may be, what is 10 things I want to let go of in 2023? Again, these are your thoughtful reflection. These are just examples. I find these are really potent and powerful, and they get me just to the core of what matters most to me and what I really want to accomplish in the next year. So there you have it. 12 reflection questions that I hope will provide you clarity for your goals and intentions heading into 2023. And I hope that your new year, as we step into this first week of the new year, is absolutely amazing and that you've got a bit of clarity, you've got some intention, and you've got a vision moving forward based on how you really want to feel. Now, if you love these tips today, be sure to subscribe to the show for more easy tips to help heal your hormones and to upgrade your health. And if you want, also take a moment and review the show. That way we get in front of more women and help them become the CEOs of their health. Again, Happy New Year.